Giuliani. Hello, America. You're listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And thank you very much for joining us today. Today, we're going to do, at the beginning, something a little different. And then uh, later on, we're going to do something else a little different. But what we're going to do different is we're going to do an analysis from the uh, uh, material we have available. Because to me, at least, this is my personal opinion. You don't have to share it. Uh, The president of the United States falls well within the 25th Amendment's definition of being unable to carry out his duties in an effective way. And I think his short-term memory is completely gone. And I think by the time I finish, you're going to agree with me. And you're going to ask, is there a single patriot in his administration who's willing to take a demented man away from having that button right next to him and making statements that could get us into war? So you remember how often, starting in December and going almost incessantly through January, Biden said, we will not put troops in the Ukraine. I thought I counted at 1.25 times. To me, it was an example of his cowardly groveling and his stupidity, because even if you're not, you don't give it away if you have the slightest bit of intelligence. I've happened to know for 35 years that he has only a slight bit of intelligence, uh, hardly ever displayed. I mean, I knew 35 years ago he was at the bottom of his law school class, that he cheated in law school, that he plagiarized in law school, that he was the dumbest kid in his grammar school class, believe he was left back. Uh, by, and then I, I saw displays of it constantly, you know, while he was in Congress. I thought he got thrown out of the presidential race in 88, 89, because the press knew what I knew. He was a dummy, and they caught him plagiarizing Neil Kinnock. Um, Never knew he was as big a crook as he now is proven to be. Uh, of course, not uh, still covered up. The, 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 the New York Times, having vindicated me and everybody else that was involved, Bob Costello, uh, Mac Isaacs, all of us that were involved in revealing the uh, hard drive, it, it's not covered. Not even one second of coverage on NBC, CBS, and MSNBC. They're not even they, – they, you can't even describe them as news outlets anymore. They are government-owned and controlled uh, fascist uh, organizations. Uh, but in any event, they don't cover this. There's not a person I've talked to overseas that doesn't know that he has they, – they believe he has Alzheimer's because he displays it all the time. So now I just want you to – I'm going to take one example. I could use 25 in the months of December, January, and part of February. Just listen to cut one. The idea the United States is going to unilaterally use force to confront Russia invading Ukraine is not in the cards right now. But what will happen is there will be severe consequences that will have – now let's go to cut to that. Now, now, now we cut. We come up to December, January, February. We got about two and a half months later, after almost daily repetition in one way or another. No boots on the ground. No troops there. No. We don't want to confront uh, Putin because of fear of nuclear war. Um, at this point, I think he had said no. 
no no fly zone because that could create confrontation that could lead to a nuclear war. Now let's go to cut two, which is about about two weeks ago. Putin's war against Ukraine will never be a victory. We will not, will not fight the Third World War in Ukraine. Putin's war against Ukraine will never be a victory. Okay. Pretty clear, right? No troops in uh, Ukraine. Right? Now, if you're, if you're a normal person with average intelligence and not suffering from the disease of dementia, after saying it 25, 30 times for three months, you'd kind of know you said it, right? Then explain to me how when he talks to the 82nd Airborne, he says the following. This is number 22. You're going to see when you're there, and some of you have been there, you're going to see, you're going to see women, young people standing, standing in the middle of the front of a damn tank, just saying, I'm not leaving. I'm holding my ground. What? And did you hear the tone of voice? Did you hear the tone of voice? I'm, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a person who has dealt with some people who have Alzheimer's and dementia. That's the way they talk. But it isn't just the way he talked. He just contradicted. It's like see, he didn't even say, I'm changing my position, or he didn't acknowledge that there's this history. He didn't explain how, how he went from no troops for three months to you're going to be there, which indicates he didn't remember it. He didn't remember the contradiction that a person 95 years old with a normal mind would remember. Because he is sick. He has a sickness. And he's got a serious sickness. Now, let's hear him, let's hear him say, in cut number nine, let's hear him say the, the following. President, what will it take for you to send the Polish MIGs that President Zelensky is asking for? I'm not going to comment on that right now. I'm not going to comment on any other than what I said. Well, he, he won't even send him MIGs. But he's going to put troops in. Are we, are, are, are we there yet? Are we there under uh, uh, Amendment... Now, 25, I think it's Section 3, unable to carry out the duties of his office. He can't carry out the duties of remembering what he said. How about cut six now? Are you worried that other leaders in the world are going to start to doubt that America is back if some of these big things that you say on the world stage keep getting walked back? What's getting walked back? It made it sound like, just in the last couple of days... Uh, it sounded like you told U.S. troops they were going to Ukraine. It sounded like you said it was possible the U.S. would use a chemical weapon. And it sounded like you were calling for regime change in Russia. And we know... None of the three occurred. None of the three occurred? None of the three. Mr. President? You, you interpret the language that way. I was talking to the troops. We are talking about helping train the troops in that are the, the Ukrainian troops that are in Poland. That's with the context. I sat there with those guys for a couple hours. That's what we talked about. So when you said you're going to see when you're there, you were not intending to I was see referring to with meeting with and talking with 
the uh, Ukrainian troops who are in Poland. And when you said a chemical weapon use by Russia would trigger a response in kind. It will trigger a significant response. What does that mean? I'm not going to tell you. Why would I tell you? you got to be silly. The world wants to know? The world wants to know a lot of things. I'm not telling them what the response would be. Then, then Russia knows the response. Do you realize how many times he lied in that statement? For, for, first of all, he couldn't possibly have been talking about the Ukraine. Uh, uh, he couldn't possibly talk about, about Poland. They're not running a little children down with tanks in Poland. They're, our troops aren't going to see that in Poland. They're going to see that in Ukraine. So he, I mean, so we got we got a man that doesn't know what he said. Everything he just said to Ducey is completely contradicted. Of course, he asked for regime change in Russia. He said Putin should be gone. That's called regime change, idiot. I mean, everything he said to Ducey is a complete lie. I never said it. You you can't have a man in office who's got his finger next to the button that could destroy the world who can't remember what he said a day ago or he can't remember what he said for three months on a significant matter like going to war. Then, I won't play this piece, I've played it often enough, when he started this thing, he went off and, as a throwaway line, he said, we're going to establish a new world order. He's never told us what that is. Don't you think uh, the American people are entitled to know the new world order that this demented president wants to set up? Sounds an awful lot like Soros, Blinken's good friend. He has a new world order. It's totally anti-American. It does away with American sovereignty. It does away with the American family. Is that the one he's talking about? I don't know of any other one. I got a whole big definition of new world order. It's completely anti-American. Say goodbye to your kids. They'll be part of the Soros army, the Soros youth. And by the way, Soros has quite a history with youth. Go read it sometime. So I... When is there going to be a single person in his administration that has the slightest bit of patriotism and realizes that the country is more important than the decrepit upper leadership of a crooked Democrat party that spends most of its time stealing money? What's the use of having this man in office? He's gotten people killed. He's going to get more people killed. Putin is not going to go to nuclear war over him because he knows he's a nitwit and a nut, and he must think we're crazy for electing him. But he's sure as hell going to take advantage of it. His war sounds somewhat more justified now, at least at home. The guy wants to kill me. The guy wants to get rid of me. I'm the monster. I'm defending myself. I mean, this is this is this is something that. I can honestly tell you, I never believed could happen in this country. I, I, I mean, I, when I found out about the 30 years of Biden bribery of well over $40 million, now documented, completely documented, totally true. It's not alleged, it's true. When I, when I saw what the Democrats did with the phony Russian collusion, charge totally false when i saw what they did in ukraine 
when I saw how they censored the hard drive that any every American was entitled to read and see before they elected a crooked president, and least be on notice that the president's son said he was a crook, said he shared his money with him for 30 years. I didn't think I'd ever see that. I don't think I thought I'd ever see a president do what he does. Say that. Three months of no troops. Then he's talking to the, he's talking to the 82nd Airborne and he says, you're going to go into Russia. You're going to go into Ukraine. He doesn't say Ukraine. You're going to go see the babies and the children and then they get killed. Then he says it's in Poland. Like, oh, and by the way, just one last thought. Uh, we deny that we're training troops in Poland. He just blew that one, too. He just he just uh, contradicted his secretary of defense and secretary of uh, of state. But I mean, what's that? I mean, he should know that they said that he can't. He doesn't remember what he says. How is he going to know what they say? Go look at the post today. You're going to see when you're there. And some of you have been there. You're going to see you're going to see women, young people standing in the middle in front of damn tank, just saying, I'm not leaving. I'm holding my ground. That's Poland. You liar. We'll be back with the diagnosis very shortly. Podcast platform. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. Uh, we'll get to uh, chat with the mayor in a few minutes. And I hope, hope you call me about this because now I'm going to read to you from what is known as the DSM-5. The DSM-5 is the Bible, I guess, is the fifth edition from the American Psychiatric Association, and it offers examples of uh, mild and serious uh, dementia, dementia being a very broad-based illness that could mean dementia, Alzheimer's, uh, uh, other kinds of cognitive disorders, maybe cognitive disorders that come from the strokes that he had, things like that. Uh, how about uh, increased effort required to complete multi-stage projects? Uh, in- increased effort, meaning they have to write everything out for him. Did you see the cards uh, uh, that they displayed today? I mean, it basically tells him, you know, take three steps and then go right, and then take two steps and go left, and make sure you turn around to the right and not to the left. And he does it wrong anyway. Finds large social gatherings uh, difficult. Difficult, difficult, uh, difficult switching, difficulty switching subjects. Repeat self in conversation. Like, you know, when he talks very low and repeats himself. How about that? Can I keep track of short list of items? That's why he has the cards. Hmm? Difficulty recalling recent events. Like having said, no troops in Ukraine, and then saying, uh, when you're in Ukraine, you're going to see the children and the tanks. How about, how about that? Uh, uh, being able to uh, – confusing people. How about getting his wife and his sister confused? How about not remembering his Secretary of Defense's name? Often uses general phrases such as that thing and you know what I mean. Like, I pledge allegiance. Oh, you know what I mean. 
How about that? Uh, prefers general pronouns so he can avoid names. Wow. Uh, uh, by the way, this is listed as a major. This, this is a symptom of major dementia. How about this applying to him? Often uses general phrases such as that thing and you know what I mean. Come on, man. Hmm? I pledge allegiance to the flag. Oh, you know that thing. I think those are the exact words right here, right out of DSM-5. With, with severe impairment, may not even recall names of closer friends and family. Hmm? Secretary of Defense. There's somebody else he forgot the other day. Ah, idiosyncratic word usage. That's the come on, man thing. Uh, word finding a difficulty. May substitute general for specific. And then uh, behavior out of acceptable social range. Let me give you one example of that, and then I'll, then I'll, I'll rest my case. How about coming out and saying, they told me who I should call on. They told me I should end now. They told me I shouldn't go longer than. First of all, who's they that is ordering around the president of the United States? And if, in fact, that were going on, would any sane president actually admit that? Or would it be a person who uh, suffers from that p- particular symptom of, of <laughs> uh, not just moderate, but severe dementia? This man is no longer in the category of, oh, he may have a little bit of this and a little bit of that. This man, what he did in Europe to us, is, is the act of a man who has the illness of dementia. There is no doubt about it. And it could easily have had unbelievable consequences in saying that he's going to take out the head of state. And, and that, that alone is dangerous. But the point I'm trying to make to you is how often he had said in the past that he wasn't going to put troops in there. Now, all of a sudden, he's telling the troops they're going to be there and they're going to take out the head of state. He offers no explanation for the transition from one to the other. And then he lies about it uh, to Steve Ducey, saying he never said what we just heard him say. Now, is he lying about it? Did Did he forget? Did he forget? Does he just has his dementia got so bad that he just remembers what he wants to remember or? How he wants to remember it. I could go on. I've got about 25 more symptoms. Maybe I'll do a podcast again on it. I did it. You know, I warned you about this. I got to say I told you so. I warned you about this somewhere around August or September of 2016. I put two doctors on who had the guts to come in and say he had dementia. And it was getting worse. And they didn't just do it. They demonstrated it. They went back and they took out. Uh, uh, videos of his and they went over his speech pattern and how it has changed, slowed down how he has um, this tendency after about two minutes of conversation to forget what he's saying and then he does those little words like uh, uh, but, 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 but that that thing and, and then he switches to another topic uh, They and they took out the DSM 5 and showed you the symptoms and and they disagreed slightly, but not much good anymore. One said he was 
in the stage of beyond just the beginning set of dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever, but he was at the um, he, he he was at he was at the stage of um, moderate but uh, declining quickly. The second one said he was already at a very very extreme stage of it, particularly because he would lose track of what he was saying in a sentence, which is like the really dramatic loss of short-term memory. You know, short-term memory is a relative term, right? So so we'll be back with chat with the mayor and uh, a couple of really shocking things that have happening we just got to talk about. Be with you in a short while. Giuliani, back with you again. Lots of news to cover that we haven't gotten to yet in our uh, analysis of our president's illness. And uh, just a challenge. Is there is there one patriot, one, 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 one patriot in the cabinet that's willing to make such an application under the 25th Amendment? It's obvious. We all know it. We all can see it. Europe is convinced of it. Because they don't get the uh, they, they don't get the uh, phony crooked news that we get in that sense. It's not covered up quite as much. So I guess we can't avoid talking about, um, you know, the heavyweight championship fight between uh, Chris Rock and, and, and Smith, right? I, I agree with my esteemed uh, colleague, Mr. Kelly, that a man doesn't slap somebody. <laughs> what was that? Will Smith, you play a hero. You slap the guy. Not only did you slap him, you couldn't even knock him down with a sucker punch. I've seen guys in, I've seen guys half your size in bars be able to do that. I mean, a sucker punch can work on anybody. I mean, oh, unless the guy's like a trained boxer or something, just any normal human being being shocked by a halfway decent punch is going to go down. I mean, a lot, a lot of knockouts happen in boxing matches because they really are sucker punches in the sense that the fighter doesn't anticipate that punch. So the way you avoid the impact of a punch, you might notice, is you move with it, right? So the guy hits you. You want to try an experiment sometime? My father taught me about boxing, but he did it with baseball. He, he would throw a baseball at me, and he'd say, just keep your hand steady. Don't move it. And he'd throw it relatively fast, and it would hurt my hand. Then he'd say, take the other hand. Now I want you to catch it and move back with it. Didn't hurt at all. He said, so when you're catching and you finally get to catch 90-mile-an-hour pitchers, make sure you move your glove back a little. (laughs) You're not going to have much of a hand left. And every time you box, try to move away from the punch because it'll cut the impact of the punch by that much. Men punch. They don't slap Willie. And Willie, how come you were laughing at the joke? And did you ever, did you ever, did you ever come to think of the fact that maybe Chris Rock didn't know that your wife has whatever it's called alopecia? I didn't know it. I didn't even know that you you guys sleep with everybody. I did not know that until that other woman got up there. Beforehand, I'm told I didn't see this. I just heard it. She got up there and she said something really insulting. She said basically she could sleep with you or, or her or, or your wife or both of you. Or uh, How come you didn't go? Well, maybe you don't slap women. Maybe that's it. Well, that, that, that'll, but how come you never get, get upset about that? I mean, your wife, I know you're open about it, but 
like anybody can can do your wife. And you're upset that he said make he made some kind of silly joke about about uh, hair and, and and before you go uh, with this act of violence, you you don't you don't check and see. Hey, you know, not everybody knows about you, Will. I mean, I know you think you're a you're a, you know narcissist in charge, but I don't know much about you. I, I I remember one thing about you: your father your father's name was voted in Philadelphia after he died. I remember that from the report that I have, um, where they keep contradicting it uh, that um, that Joe Frazier voted twice after he died in Philadelphia. But of course, in Philadelphia, yeah, that, that that's not, by the way, your grandfather's uh, fault. And I think your grandfather was a Republican, if I recall correctly. I don't know what you are, but he was a Republican. Oh, they tell me I shouldn't talk. You're not allowed to talk about the election. That you know, this is like East. This is like East Berlin. We're not allowed to talk about it. They may take me away. We can't talk about the fraud in the election. Someday it will prove to be as true as the hard drive. See if this doesn't make sense to you. For how many months were they calling me a liar about the hard drive, Russian agent, liar, all sorts of – those are the nicest things they called me. Have I turned out to be 100% correct about it? Yes. Why would I lie about one and not the other? I've already been able to prove a lot of it. It's going to ultimately – I ain't worried – History will record what it's going to record, and I got the documents. So call me all the names you want, but someday you're going to have to face fixing this. You're going to have to face fixing this country that has been corrupted by the upper echelon of the Democrat Party so badly that we are now we're now on the verge of war that, that any competent president could easily have avoided, Democrat or Republican. No president would have done what you, what you did in Poland. And no political party could hate this country enough to have put you up for president, knowing what we know about you. And no political party could keep you there, now knowing that you are incapable of remembering what you said yesterday. So let's try uh, uh, Joette. I think that's pronounced... Joette, but sometimes we get the names a little, and if it's wrong, I apologize. Joette? No, it's correct. It's okay, good. Correct, Thank Mayor. you, Joette. So, what's up? Well, first of all, I want to tell you how much I miss you and President Trump. Uh, you well, guys made you. this country wonderful, but I just we have to endure uh, and wait for the next shoe to drop. But um, I have a question for you. Uh, I'd like your opinion. What did you think about uh, President Biden grappling at that young girl there? It didn't even seem like he wanted to let her go. I thought that was so inappropriate. You know, uh, Joette, I have my own opinion about the Bidens and their uh proclivities and and perversions and it's very well informed from having his hard drive yeah i don't know if you understand exactly what i mean by his hard drive i have his computer so he had he had it uh, he had it in a hard drive it's everything in his computer for about a five-year period 
the biggest selection are photographs. The photographs uh, reveal something extremely disturbing, that it is a disgrace that the police and the FBI never acted on. An absolute disgrace. And someday, when we have the courage to cover the entire hard drive, questions, they're going to have to ask why nobody acted when Hunter Biden told his father, I'm a danger to the children. That, uh, what action was taken by the police when they heard that, and then they saw the images that made clear exactly why he was a danger to the children. M- maybe they did. Maybe they did do the, vi- the required mandatory visit to check on the safety of the children. I doubt it. I doubt it uh, based on my confront- confrontation with the Delaware police, because I'm going to tell you the moment I saw it. Bernie Carrick and I presented it to the Delaware police. You know what they did? They handed it off to the FBI and didn't do a damn thing about it. This is a this is a terrible, terrible thing that happened to us. And this is before we get to election fraud. It's a terrible thing. Not only is it a terrible thing what the Bidens did for 30 years, it's a terrible thing the way it was covered up just for power. So let's go to Elliot. Yeah, hi, Mayor Giuliani. How are you, Elliot? Oh, I'm just fine. We all miss you here in New York. And hopefully this morning I saw Eric Adams picking up all the homeless shelters that, I mean, not the homeless, the encampments. You know, over and maybe he's going to follow your. Uh, um, um, you, you notice the last couple of days I've been giving him positive reinforcement. I just wanted to talk to you, you know. When you mention one world order, that scares the heck out of me. That's so <laughs> yeah. Hitler-esque. Hitler-esque. You know, it, it is Hitler. Hitler used that term. Marx used that term. It, and you know what it means? It means we give up our sovereignty. One one world order means uh, there's a there's a world government, which has been Soros' dream. He doesn't like yeah. America. Yes. And Bush also mentioned that. That scared me when he mentioned it. And then Obama mentioned it. So there's a cabal here between Obama, Biden, Bush, Clintons. And that's why Trump, they threw him out because he wasn't part of that. And that's what the American people saw. And that's what they liked about him. You know, I think that you're on to something, my friend. Uh, I think that uh, Trump walked into something. He only suspected and didn't realize was as deep, as strong, as vicious, um, and as committed as it is. I mean, I'm, I'm sure of that because I did too. I mean, I knew how bad Washington was from the days I was there with President Reagan, but I, I was not prepared. You know, some, someone asked me uh, the other day as if like it would even be, do you really think there's a deep state? And I sympathize with that because five, six years ago when someone first said deep state, I thought they were like a right-wing kook. Now I will tell you, I could swear on a stack of Bibles there's a deep state. It's deeper than I know, but I could tell you the parts I do know. And uh, what I find very, very unusual is how many people in this country at high levels, high positions, and high positions of power hate this country. I don't know why. Uh, country's only been good to them. I mean, uh, I say good in a relative sense, meaning uh, who's better? And and none of them are talking about 
Like, if they don't like it here, instead of taking our country away from us and putting us under, I don't know, Klaus Schwab as our president, why don't they just all leave and set up a government with Klaus Schwab? And nobody has to work and they can do whatever they want to do. Why do you got to mess things up for us? We, have, we, we love it here. You don't. So go somewhere else. Let's go to Rich. Mayor Rudy, how, how are you? Good. Uh, um, the uh, phrase New World Order, if one looks on their dollar bill, it's on the Great Seal in Latin, Novus Ordo Seclorum. So I hope everyone would take out their dollar bill and look at that. It's not pernicious. Uh, it originally meant, and why it's on a dollar bill, is the New World Order in the, in the uh, late 1700s referred to our republic, the American Republic, replacing, uh, 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 spreading republicanism, which is division of power and power to the people, uh, and we mean freedom in the American sense, uh, against monarchy. That's uh, the uh, meaning. Well, that was the meaning of it 200 years ago. But uh, the meaning of it today is, and I read to you from a U.N. agenda, New World Order, U.N. agenda, 21 to 2030, one world government, one world cashless currency. Soros writes about that all the time. One world main bank, end of national sovereignty, end of the family unit, mandatory multiple vaccines. Hmm? Uh, government-trained uh, children, government-owned and controlled schools, and finally, the end of fossil fuels, restricted land use that serves human needs, uh, diminution of single-family homes, the ban of natural non-synthetic drugs and certain kinds of medicines, the restriction of non-essential air travel to save the environment, Businesses owned or directed by government. Government owned and controlled. I've got schools. And what's the last one here? Universal basic income. Austerity. Implementation of a world social credit system like China has. That's the last definition of a new world order. That's what uh, Soros is. Soros is not talking about, you know, the, the constitution of the 18th century. He doesn't even like America. He has he has quotes saying he doesn't like America, that we're too nationalistic. We've got to break our nationalism. And Soros is the guy paying for all this, remember. Soros is the biggest contributor to the Democrat Party, biggest contributor to Biden, biggest contributor to the communist police-hating Black Lives Matter, Antifa, uh, the uh, society, open society which is the Soros uh, version of it, supports very many of the same things. Uh, m- most importantly, most importantly, I'll read this quote to you by uh, Soros. It may be shocking to say, but I believe that the current unilateralist posture of the United States constitutes a serious threat to the peace and prosperity of the world. This is a man who hates America. This is a man who wants to do away with the dollar as the world currency and uh, is doing everything he can to destroy the dollar as the world currency. So that word has been used a lot, but the meaning you gave it is 250 years old. The one I'm giving it is the one that uh, 
is is the one that's discussed in the Democrat Socialist Party of today. And it also can be known as uh, interchangeably the Great Reset. So there you can go to Klaus Schwab and you'll find a, a number of these same principles, particularly doing away with nations like United States of America. But how, how can this guy say that to us and not define it? Do you think, my friend, that Biden would be able to discuss it the way we just did? Yeah, no way in a million years. He couldn't have done it 20 years ago. He was so stupid. He can't do it now. So we'll be back with the mayor's final words. And now it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is uh, Rudy Giuliani back with uh, the mayor's final thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, the wonderful, wonderful organization that cares for our uniform service members, cares for the ones that are catastrophically injured in the line of duty and builds homes for them where they can be as independent as, as humanly possible or takes care of the families of those who are lost in the line of duty and helps them uh, pay the mortgages off on their homes and with other expenses so that the, at least some of the practical things in their lives can be, can be adjusted and, 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 and taken care of. So that gets me to my final thoughts. And it's, it's something that just uh, shocks the living daylights out of me. A California man who kidnapped 26 children and helped to bury them alive is being recommended for parole in California. It was in 1976. He's named Frederick Wall Woods, Frederick Newhall Woods. You, you might, if you're old as me, remember this case. 1976, I was the Associate Deputy Attorney General of the United States working for President Ford at that time, and Attorney General Levy and Deputy Attorney Tyler. I was Judge Tyler's uh, assistant. That's how I learned all about the Justice Department, and then eventually was the third-ranking official in the Justice Department. I remember this case. So he's attempted to get parole 17 uh, times. and um, But this time it looks like he might get it, and it's going to go to probably... The silliest, uh, most uh, useless governor in America. No, no, that would probably be the guy in New Jersey, Newsom. I mean, Newsom is, I, I don't know where they found him, but. So he's going to have to eventually um, approve it or not. Uh, but it looks like he might be recommended for parole. So uh, this is what, what happened was Woods is one of three men and he was convicted in the kidnapping of 26 children and their school bus driver. It was in California and they uh, took the bus and they wanted uh, five million dollars in ransom for the kidnapping. Uh, a couple of people escaped, the driver and some of the older children. They they dug out. While, while uh, the, the guys, was, I guess, fell asleep, not the most competent kidnappers, obviously. Um, but altogether, 
Not only were they killed, not only were they killed, they were buried alive. Uh, And now he says, I was 24 years old. Now I fully understand the terror and trauma I caused. I take full responsibility for this heinous act. Good, then stay in jail. Yeah. I mean, you should have been executed. It's only because you live in a socialist state like California that spends more money than it has and is losing population more than New York or a little less than New York. It depends. People are moving out of there in droves because they got to pay a fortune for getting very little because the crime in your two major cities set a record last year because you have DAs who assist uh, criminals and help to get people killed that were put in by George Soros crookedly, dishonestly, with all this spending of money, just like he put the one in in Manhattan, just like he put the one in in uh, in St. Louis where they're setting records, or Philadelphia, which is out of totally out of control. So if this happens, can we recall Newsom again? I mean, this, this, this isn't, I don't know, this only turns out to be Republican or Democrat because uh, D- Democrat progressives support this kind of thing. And this guy's just an example. It's just an example. The bail law in New York is the best example. For the last several years, despite all the garbage they put out, the main reason you have so much crime is that a lot of the people that are committing the crimes under normal circumstances, under Bloomberg, under Giuliani, would have been in jail. Rikers Island is empty. How could Rikers Island be empty and we set a record last year for the largest increase in murder in a single year. There's something wrong with that. Shouldn't Rikers Island have the people who committed the murders in it and not be empty? How about we have a 168% increase in auto theft? Shouldn't they be in Rikers Island and not stealing cars? How about the 70% increase in larceny? Shouldn't they be in Rikers Island and not stealing your stuff? Or the people banging old people in the head? Well, we got a lot to talk about. Come back to us tomorrow on the Rudy Giuliani Show. And until then, just thank God you're an American and say a prayer for us. We need help. God bless America. God protect America. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.